Hello and greetings, salutations, valedictions. Welcome to episode 151 of the I Don't Get It Pop Culture Get Off My Lawn Cast podcast. To be redundant, we <laughs> here feature the open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons good, who stare, Good job. You really got it down by this point, Bill. Stare down the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I'm your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, which is a pickup truck that has two guys who show up at 745 to start some kind of drilling noise next door to wherever you live. And I am joined, as always, by this guy. I am Noah Tarno, founder, senior quiz master of the big quiz thing, the trivia game show spectacular. We do not own a truck let alone have two guys who show up in the truck and make noise i could i could imagine that there's two guys who know it they have, they have big quiz thing sweatshirts they have painters you know pants covered in paint they get out of a truck that's mm-hmm. got like two big pieces of glass on the side you know and they just they smoke outside as they just you know lazily thumb through on a smoke break and then they get to work doing i don't know writing trivia questions inside the truck yeah, yeah. We're, we're a blue collar trivia concern <laughs> i guess i don't know the street i've been mainly uh quarantining on has just been on and off doing work all the time <laughs> Yes. And the problem is they put these signs up every couple of weeks like, hey, no parking here. And I've been I've been going back and forth between San Francisco and, and Berkeley here and borrowing my roommate's car while she's out of town and parking on the street. And several times there was no warning. You had to move your car. They put the signs up at like 5 a.m. and they start work at 6 a.m. Yeah. So great. So like I had to wake up at 6.15 in a panic and run outside and move the fucking car so that it doesn't get crushed into a cube and vaporized. When Superman fights uh, Clark uh, Clark Kent in the car crusher, your car will be a, a another side effect of that. If only. You know, we've been stuck inside for a long time now, and we've just recently entered a pretty soft lockdown uh, for about a week and a half here in Amsterdam. The neighbors have all, I mean, this happened at the beginning of quarantine, the beginning of lockdown. All of the neighbors in the neighborhood have all begun extensive work inside their apartments. Why? Because because it is maximum pain inflicted upon the neighbors. Because you can't go anywhere. Oh, oh, oh that's it. Because it's just just to piss people off. I, I can't imagine why you had three separate houses, one after the other, started incredibly noisy home renovation, gut renos, a budding all like on each three sides of us. One guy to the left, guy to the right, and guy behind us all took the time to do this work at the same time. When there's no release from it, you're stuck inside the house. And I just thought that this is extremely bad neighbor hygiene. But you know, to be honest, this kind of shit would happen in New York. The building I lived in in New York that used to happen in that people would buy into the building cheaper than a new luxury building and they'd like buy two apartments together and then they do a huge renovation because they wanted to buy in cheaply and then but live in a luxury building and then pressure the rest of us to spend all these money all this money on new amenities so the building became a luxury building and there was this battle between the people who wanted to turn the building into a luxury building and those of us who were like if you want a luxury building there's plenty of places in Manhattan ultimately you lost because you had a very nice building I mean I I enjoyed the time I spent there very much. And it, it was seemed... all right. It wasn't super fancy compared no, to... No, but I mean, you know, everything, I mean... In, everything in New York had the little sign hung around its neck, luxury, and that, that you know, made yeah. it... People felt very different about themselves if they lived in a quote-unquote luxury apartment. Now I don't even own anything, so... Speaking of grueling class warfare and the lack yes. of luxury, our topic yes. this week, my friend, is yes. one that yes. when I pitched it to you, even though we're talking about an active an active site here, this thing you said, this guy went, went viral in the... In the September 20s? Is that what it was? 24, 25? I believe this video was recorded on September 25th. So yeah, so 29 days ago, this this basically, and you think it's like too late. You think we're hitting this topic late. The running gag on the show is that by the time we do talk about something that was viral, it was viral. It had been viral. Other than mm-hmm. WAP, for instance, that was the thing we talked about the day that it ran. And But that that's was... the whole point of our show is that we're old men mm-hmm. and we're not picking up on this stuff till... 
you know, oh, the yeah, kids yeah. are already over it, right? Sure, they're all in college by the time we start talking about the Right, first. our no, next I'm episode, I want to talk about what's with this boy George character? More like girl George, am I right? Max Headroom, what's up with that guy? So we're not talking about Max Headroom, guys. We're talking about no. a gentleman by the name of Nathan Apodaca, who you will know better as the Viden dude on the skateboard listening to... Four, 420 dog face to 420 dog, Two dog, dog face, 420 dog face. Two, two Gs, yeah. Two Gs. Yeah, the guy in the skateboard drinking the ocean spray, vibing to uh, Dreams, the Fleetwood Mac tune from Rumors, 1977 smash uh, uh, album, perennially. What's hilarious is I had never heard of this, and when you said we should do this topic, I said, what is it? You said, just Google TikTok <laughs> yes. skateboard cranberry juice Fleetwood Mac and I was like what could those random terms possibly have to do with one another I didn't think of that but I was I was really like like intrigued like what this topic could possibly be you know like, what that it sounds like four that, ra- so it, it's like a it's like a creative writing prompt somehow write a story or, using tiktok fleetwood back it sounds like cranberry the, juice like when you do one of those escape the rooms like that's what you come up with <laughs> yeah, you, you exactly. should rummage through the desks and the, the hat rack but yeah, yeah. so so nathan apodaca for all of you guys we're talking about yeah it's a month old phenomenon now but it this this is the weird thing friend of the show nick nadel puts it putting this in our laps and saying look it, it, it still continues to get heat just because of like weird pe- people are keeping it alive for weird reasons you know it's it's a tiktok video we're talking about essentially a tiktok video this dude you know you all know what it's about you've seen now unless you know a tarno you probably saw it no they really it. have it most of our listeners are our age bill so he's a 37 year old resident of of idaho falls idaho i believe the specific town the backwater you might call mm-hmm. it he achieved a level of virality viral success by creating a tiktok video wherein he skateboards to work very quick loop what is it 5 12 15 22 seconds, seconds. 22, 22 seconds, seconds. Okay. Okay, thank you. Um, he goes. To, he works at a potato warehouse because it's it's Idaho. I, I don't. Yeah, it's I don't, the only job in Idaho. Is <laughs> I wish. I feel like I'm being like you know somehow classist, but it's fucking potatoes in Idaho. What else is there? I guess he drove like a Dodge pickup truck. The fucking thing broke down because you know people's lives things break down and they can't afford to repair it, and so. You'd think he's on his way to work in the morning for probably what is a more grueling job than anything I've ever done. And the video is he's uh, you know, going to... <laughs> I, I think that's pretty... I think that's a pretty safe assumption. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think most jobs are more... Gru- well, no, you had a tough job for years. But it wasn't grueling. It wasn't physically grueling, no. but I, that's not an easy job, I no. know. The kind of the kind of thing that you can get coughed on during COVID that's called an essential yeah. job. Yeah, it's a different story. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's you know, like, I mean, it's not obvious that his truck broke down because, you know, this thing was sent out of context. And it was much like Noah says, a series of, like, cues, like, word search things. Like, his lip-syncing Stevie Nicks while he's coasting on a skateboard, taking a pull off of a bottle of Ocean Spray Cran Raspberry Juice Drink. Juice Drink. Pretty yes. much every article has a factual error in that it calls it juice. It is not juice. Yeah. It is juice. It is artificially fruit-scented liquid beverage product mercury red red tinted mercury <laughs> precisely red, red number four cocktail right uh, li- liquid like substance is what they call it yes liquid like uh like salt liquid like uh stable matter non-living colloidal non-newtonian yes. substance is what it is non-newtonian yeah. red hued <laughs> uh flowing red, matter red, product red, red is in quotes <laughs> red is in quotes <laughs> Cranberry adjacent, uh, corn syrup fortified, <laughs> liquid. The, the first time I went to liquid Wendy's, entity. The first time I went to Wendy's and we would get a uh, roast beef sandwich. This is in college, and I said, yeah. "I'm not sure what this is, but I think they should put roast beef in quotes." And my friend said, "They should they should call it B E F E, as if it's some sort of like <laughs> substance well, nearby beef." 
you go to McDonald's and at least, I mean, I haven't been to McDonald's in years, but like the cookies are chocolatey chip cookies. Oh, like how degraded are you that you can't call something chocolate? Yeah. Like really? really? So anyway, <laughs> this guy, Nathan Epidaka puts out this TikTok in this strange little moment of his life. And uh, the results started pouring in instantly. He started accruing. Oh views. my God. It's, it's wild. He started accruing views. The, the stat is nutty. 2.3 million. He posted it on TikTok. He went to work. He went out on the potato floor. Uh, seven hours later, he had 2.3 million views. Yeah, that day. That day. That, that day. day. And he already had a little bit of it. He already had a good number of TikTok followers. You yeah, know, yeah. 37-year-old dude. His kids got him into TikTok. Yeah. I have no idea. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. Again, the whole point of this podcast is to try to use slide rules and algorithms and, and, and yes, pH exactly. scales and litmus paper yeah. and all this stuff to figure yes. out exactly why these things work. Yes. Litmus uh, paper. Litmus yeah. paper. To tell you whether it's an acid or a base. I think what happened is that people, um, famous people, kind of like pick up the, the baton and sort of recreate this. So three members of Fleetwood Mac, pretty much everyone except for Christine and John McVie have done their own versions of this. They are all still alive. Oh, well, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. feel like the core and the people who are on who are on rumor rumors were Lindsey Buckingham, Stevie Nicks, Mick Fleetwood, John McVie, and... Christine McVie, and they were all in the comeback tour in the late 90s. They're all still alive. That's yeah, sure. Amazing. They're not really talking to each other so much now, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting if you want to, like, Google it or talk to our friend Nick Nadell. He'll tell you all about Fleetwood Mac. Uh, he loves talking about the trials and tribulations. So anyway, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah, as, you know, he loves inside baseball like that. So so these, the, the uh, Mick and Stevie and Lindsay kept this thing alive by doing little versions, even other people. Yeah, like, but they were late to the game. Like, they, they were. Did it after and it was their, I think Mick was early in the other and and Lindsay did his on a horse on instead a horse. of on a skateboard and, and, Stevie, and Stevie's just putting on roller skates in front of a piano yeah exactly she's not yeah. even like lip syncing or whatever yeah I'm sure it was like Mick Fleetwood's great 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 grandchildren who are the ones that said great grandpa <laughs> you should do something about this and he's like what the fuck are you talking about you know <laughs> so. I remember I have a clear memory of what Bill Clinton used don't stop his campaign song oh, yeah. and the song got all over yeah, the place. Sure, and it's just 1992. So this is almost 30 years ago. And watch, for some reason, I'm watching like Joan Rivers at a talk show and she had Mick Fleetwood on and he's talking. He's like, yeah, this is going to encourage us to make a new album. And at the time thinking like, oh my God, how past their sell-by date is Fleetwood Mac now? That was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Jesus. You know, lost in all this is the man, Nathan Epidaka. Uh, so, you know, what, what, you know, I, the first thing I ask and everyone should ask, what is, what does Nathan Apodaca get from this? You know, views don't mean anything. It's nice, but that doesn't really change the fact that your car broke down, that you were living in a cold water trailer, that you bust your ass yeah. for a living. Um, and my guess is, you know, he, he is, um, half Arapaho and half Mexican. So he's also yes. a member of a couple of different minorities intersectionally. And so I'm assuming he has not also had the easiest Rove it to hoe just to start with. He's apparently Ocean Spray bought him a repair truck. They got him a new truck. Yes. So that, they got him a new truck, and the and the and the back of the truck was yeah. filled with Ocean Spray product. The, the gate was filled with Ocean Spray product, which is cool. You know, I mean that's fine. Ocean All Spray. Right. Did Look, a, this is great advertising for them. It is. This is amazing. And they did they did a video themselves with the, the sort of granting him. They they got that happening, whether it was spontaneous or whether it was like a take two or whatever. Who knows? But they they got that in their own little viral video. That happened. 
uh, the president of Ocean Spray did a video where he was like, I think he popped out. No, that was the, I think the governor of Idaho did one where he popped out. Yeah, of the, the governor movie. of Idaho did one as well. Yeah. So it's like all these different people have kind of like, you know, they've kept it alive. They, you know, the, all these stiff white men in golf shirts have been, you know, pressured by their <laughs> PR people to somehow play the game. And, you know, that, that all, that's also weird and creepy, but, you know, that's off to the side. Uh, I, as far as I know, the last bit that, that I able to find, like they people set up a GoFundMe for this guy, and it's just so weird to think about how okay he went viral, but then the next thing hand in hand was that he's probably working poor. I, I'm, I'm I'd say you know absolutely undisputably he's working poor. So the GoFundMe was set up to give this guy money to get hot water and like a, a place to live that doesn't have wheels. You know that's something a little more stable than you know, he's raising two kids in this place. You know this is a guy that worked busts his ass for a living. So it's the intersection of a lot of weird American issues right now and then bound up with this you know the 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 viral lottery as Noah Tarno likes to call it so I mean you know we're going to go through uh, our regular segments here on the show but I, I want to hear what Noah has to say about Nathan Apodaca's uh, TikTok video yeah so I mean it's not just a video it's also like all the parodies and not just famous people although you know the members of Fleetwood Mac and I saw Shakira did one and Dr. Phil did one you know people do the variations on it so there's a guy on a skateboard but instead of a thing of ocean spray he's holding like a fancy coffee drink and the woman holding the martini glass and the girl on one of those little train cart things and the guy in the scream mask and the guy falling down and spilling the ocean spray all over his face I mean it's the parodies of the parodies of the parodies of the parodies Nathan Apodaca was patient zero but it's the trend I have no idea why this caught on viral lottery totally i mean it's harmless and i read an interview with this dude and he seems like a decent guy so i'm glad if someone's having a, a stroke of luck in 2020 i mean i don't know he could be a fucking asshole i don't know but he, he seemed humble enough and he's encouraging people to vote so okay that's pretty important right now i don't care i mean i, I find it really like there's not much to it like his video i get no entertainment value out of and the variations kind of annoy me because it's the same 15 seconds of dreams every time which is a perfectly nice song but a they don't get to the good part of dreams you know it's interesting that because of this probably because of this the song had hit number one on the itunes charts this song you know never went away i mean this my, my list of karaoke cliches the songs that are sung too much of karaoke includes this song so this song is never you know was not dug out of obscurity again you know if he's a guy who needs a leg up and is a decent guy then good on him but we don't know that like he could be a bastard so this is kind of just so inconsequential in my mind mm. in every possible way i don't know i mean do you feel differently yeah i do i i had a very strong reaction to this i first encountered it like you said it was a series of weird ciphers that I thought, like, I, I laughed when I first watched it because of the song and the look, the grin on his face, the lip syncing, and then the, the incongruous pull off the off the ocean spray bottle. It was just like a collection of things that almost looked like an Eric um, Eric Andre or, or Tim and Eric type, you know, postmodern thing. I'm like, is this a joke or is this for real? Did some guy really do this? And then when I started pulling back the layers that you know it, it popped up beyond that into like here's a story you can tell because we got this guy's uh, bona fides we, we know what his deal is now unfortunately it was confirmed that it like i just thought like this guy had a really shit day you know the, the same problem that happened to a lot of people where his car broke yeah. down on the way to a he said it would happen every other day to him yeah that's and that's, that's why he kept the longboard in the back of his truck because he 
fucker's got to get to work, you know? He's like, gotta, right, he's got to punch the clock on yeah. time. I mean, who seriously. cares if you who cares if there's a pandemic and your truck broke down? You got to get to the damn fuck potato you, factory. Fuck you, pay me. I'm a good dad. Fuck, fuck you, you, pay me. Fuck you, work for me. Lightning yeah. hit my business. Fuck you, vote for me. But it's like, um, yeah, he. <laughs> in fact, he went so far as to say that he was like scrambling to put this on his phone before he'd like cross the threshold right. into work. They don't allow phones on the on the um, on the potato floor. Yeah, floor. Like just. <laughs> Plus, plus, you have to wear a clown suit. Like, it's just cruel, it sounds like, this job. But that's most jobs in America. Now, there's two different things going on here. There's this guy, Nathan Apodaca, which so far, he hasn't said anything to indicate that he's anything more than an American saint. Just somebody who uh, apparently... Let's not jump to conclusions. All right, but, you know what I'm saying? But, but I'm just saying, so far, he hasn't fucked it up. Right. And, and it's like, I understand that he's not a guy with a lot of media training. It's not, it's not that he's so slick, but he hasn't screwed it up. He hasn't, he hasn't you know, taken a left turn into saying that LaRouche had good ideas. It's like, so far, he <laughs> looks like a pretty... LaRouche sweet. isn't much of a threat anymore I on know, the spectrum, my but, friend. But it's, I think he's, he's a guy who just seems like an amenable, positive figure that this happened to because he just yes. says... It's a feel-good story. It's a feel-good story. Now, I, I want to focus less on that. I, what I do want to focus on is the horror of America lower class poverty and the curse of shitty jobs in horrible backwaters in America. In order to escape poverty, it, it has become so science fiction. So the bridge of the enterprise, what you need to do is make a viral TikTok that crosses yeah. over some a threshold. Oh, my God. This, this is, and, and a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. To buy a house. He, he, right. It's like he, in order to get the truck that he needed just to go to the crappy job that he has to work at. Yeah. He yeah. would no have, public transportation. No public the truck trans- is not a luxury. Truck is not a luxury. And it's like he can't have that truck. It had to come from without. And the only way for it to come without is to have this incredibly like mousetrappy, you know, series of cascading Rube Goldberg incidents happen to, to give him some sort of financial leg up. Where all of a sudden people voluntarily see he's a man in need. And there's no Social Security. There's no safety net. There's nothing in Idaho, certainly for a man who is half Arapaho, half Mexican. Mexican, all American. This guy has, you know, no no safety net. There's you know no one to advocate for him. He's on his own. And you see what it looks like where, you know, his truck fucks off every other day and he's living in a probably a trailer, like I said, with intermittent hot or cold water. This 2020 during a pandemic and, you know, with this election going on and the horror, you know, going through Americans' lungs right now, this is honestly what the fabric of the country is. This, this, it's, yeah. it's more of this guy than probably we, we are even capable oh of God. measuring or even want, yep. want to admit. Yep. Hey, this isn't just people of color like him. I mean, this is, this is something we were talking about before we got on mic. I stand by my belief that a ton of people in the Trump cult, they have a legitimate complaint. I think they have a legitimate complaint. Now, they're blaming it on all the wrong people, and the fact that they see Donald Trump as a savior is pathetic, but... I do think they have a right to be upset if only they didn't blame it on the wrong people. But they they wind it's up getting they wind up getting into a circular firing squad amongst the lower classes. And that's the thing yes. is that is um, and I'm not being fucking Howard Zinn or or I'm not being Marx here, but that's exactly the way the system is built. It's it, if it's working correctly, that's that's how it happens. That's what's supposed to happen is that everyone's supposed to be fighting each other to steal the last few quarters in your pocket rather yeah. than look up the chain. So right, they the 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 uh, plutocrat takes there's 100 cookies the plutocrat takes 98 cookies and tells gives one cookie to the working man and one cookie to the immigrant and tells the working man hey that immigrant's stealing your cookie I, I've heard very few people describe this element of it that, to, be, to be fair I think that article in the Guardian did lightly brush upon the class thing but it's amazing that this 
thing could go viral. And I guess everyone wants to keep it light. Everyone wants a, a break from the, the pressure and the fucking heaviness of the day. You know, we all had, I, even I had that. I'm not just, I'm not just trying to piss on this for everybody. You know, I, I, I thought this was a nice little thing. You know, again, there was just something about the honesty of what it looked like he was going through on his face. Like he was just having one of those dude abide moments, you know, the shit morning <laughs> subsided for a single minute. And him on the skateboard is like, you know what, man, this song is a good song and I'm going to vibe to it for a couple of minutes and put this on TikTok. Like Noah says, not much to bite down on. It's a momentary thing that there's, there's not a lot of depth to it. It's, it's, unfortunately, it was a window. Somebody opened up a window. Something that, you know, we are going to see more and more of now, especially because, you know, the fucking country is on the brink of penury. Uh, the bankruptcies just increased are going to increase by 8 million you know within a few heartbeats how much more instability are we going to see I mean we're not going to do anything about it but I mean it's certainly going to be present and I unfortunately I think it augurs a terrible future in that like this kind of guy is going to be invisible but when you see him how many people do you think on the uh, you know, if this was outside the context of the video somebody would look at him and say that's the guy who's ruining this country he's a brown guy he's a mooch he's not doing anything you know or he's some you know all these things it's like he could have easily been on the other side of a horrible video from some asshole and we could be having a different conversation about the target that nathan apodaca had put on his back luckily we're not having that conversation and again he's being taken luckily care for of. him yeah luckily for him he's being taken care of in some small way you know so i mean at least he's at least he's getting fucking paid for it but it's like what about all the other people? Don't take away from him. Everybody deserves the like. Everybody deserves the fucking truck and the ocean spray. They should all get that. You know, honestly, they should all get it. That's my plan when I'm president: free trucks and full of ocean spray. What's up, man? How you doing, big boy? It's a pleasure, man. Man, it is a pleasure to have you in the neighborhood, man. And the reason why I keep smiling at you <laughs> is because you, man, just just your videos alone. Now, let me tell you, my first one was the Fleetwood Mac. You know that that's what got me to you. Why, of all the things, did this catch on the way it has? That now that's an excellent question because I think that's more of what you were getting at before I jumped past you and threw this into the the red meat uh, class argument. But I mean, yeah, you would you would. Why does anything you know viral in this case? It's because you have a good mood and a small snip in a video, a positive smile. You know, as we would find out, it's during a shit time in the guy's day. So it's, you know, you, you hear that you think it's a corrective that the guy was doing the whole dude thing, right? This isn't the kind of man or person, I should say, who you expect to get um, a you know, a, a, a viral moment, a little media moment that catches on. This is He does not look like the kind of person who fits that Los Angeles fucking asshole, you know, social influencer house full of little jerk offs who were, you know, all trying to do this all day. All their, their thing is they're just, they're trying, they're trying to create these things totally inorganically. And sometimes they do. He's the, he's like the last person you expect to give it. So it's another feel good story of like, oh, you're striking back for somebody who looks like a real human being, you know, the tattoo of the feathers on the back of his scalp, you know, and the baggy t-shirt and the little mustache, the pencil thin mustache, all that stuff. It does appear genuine. Again, the appearance, it appears genuine. That is kind of hard to deny. And also Noah, to your, to your thing, the song is a proven hit. It's evergreen. It's never, it's never gone away. The entire album of rumors has never gone away. It's been with no, us. Not at all. Not no. at all. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, it sounds like eight billion copies a day. Right. I'm not. I'm, com sure. I'm not complaining because I, I too, I don't. I, not, I actually do own the album. I only know about you know maybe four of the five songs out of it. The rest are kind of foreign to me. But it's a song people like and they have a big familiarity with it. So I mean, as a simple little video goes, beyond the the society changing, you know, woman on the ramparts in Les Misérables. You know, it's just a video up front. It has the pieces, the random pieces that would make it interesting to go, 
I guess to two million. What the fuck do I know? How many it should have as opposed to what it does have. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's just looking at it very simply and basically. It is ingredients. Yeah, I mean, it is a feel-good story, a good song, and it's got this kind of breezy moment. But this, more than anything else, gets down to the viral lottery. I don't know who saw it. I don't know how it caught yeah, on. Yeah, that, that's I mean, fucking I, wizardry. You're I, absolutely right. Yeah, I guess it's not wizardry. It's it's dumb luck. It's randomness, yeah. right? I mean, I guess he already had some TikTok following. You know, he did enough of these videos that, that struck a chord that the right people saw. But yeah, this is a one-in-a-billion shot. Yeah. literally yeah. maybe that's the only thing i could think of honestly like why like why not him one we owe you and <laughs> and it, it's just it's such a celebration of of everything i've heard you talking about it and it's it's so joyous and, and fun people around me were going like you know from from dad you got to do this it's so cool noah tell me would you have liked ocean spray cran 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 thing fluid based uh throatable uh, i drank a lot of that shit when i was a kid by the way i believe I, it. every crayon all the crayon apple crayon grape uh, cranicot i always appreciate they, they instead of crayon apricot they went with cranicot they just said oh that's better and people don't realize this is why you're three foot one is because it stunted yes, you exactly. at a very critical growth spurt I, I drank all that crayon i drank too much crayon <laughs> Uh, actually, I still drink what I like now. I still drink some, is it Ocean Spray? What brand? Uh, they make like cranberry, it's 100% juice. Cranberry juice, 100% is too uh, tart yeah. to just drink plain cranberry juice. You can buy 100% juice cranberry juice. It's cranberry juice mixed with other juices. Yes. But it's still 100% juice. You can now buy, you couldn't when you were a kid, you can now buy cran raspberry. It's not officially cran raspberry. That is all juice because they mix other shit in, mainly apple juice. But the thing he was holding is the old school cran raspberry, you know, 30% juice, 26 yeah, grams of sugar. Plastic kind jug of with the white label, as we all know. Yeah, exactly. Today. So would you have liked this as a kid? Well, there are kind of two questions here. One is what I have liked the Nathan Apodaca video. I don't think i would have cared but i would have liked the trend and i loved lip syncing as a kid I, the lip sync i won the lip sync contest at summer camp when i was 10 and that was a big moment of glory for me so i would have like many viral things we look at i would have like perhaps foolishly seen this as my ticket to viral stardom mm -hmm. so you bet your ass it would have made my version of this I couldn't skateboard, so I would have found something else. But I would have made a video of me doing this. I would have found what I thought was a clever spin on it. I would have uploaded it to TikTok, and I would have gotten four views. So <laughs> I would have given it a shot, but I don't think I would have gotten it. Yeah, that's funny. Well, I, no, I wouldn't have tried to play the home game. But, I mean, all right, first of all, there's no way I would have been uh, tied into the Dickensian class elements, the, the, the horrible dystopian view that we have of this thing. I would have been able to just enjoy it as a trend. And, you know, to be honest, when you first started mentioning the weird ingredients of this thing, the random things they put together, that's exactly what appealed to me as a kid is the idea of a confident randomness. And, you know, if you pull something that's like, if you can make these weird things hang together in one in one setting, that to me was like exactly the kind of comedy I loved as a teenager in my young 20s. Yeah, but it's not comedy. I, I mean, it's not comedy, I but guess it, some of the some of the some of the other videos have humorous elements but i don't think his video is comedy no but the thing is it's almost well when you just look at it and again no one explains it to you it is funny it was funny to me because it was it was random it was a collection of things but it seemed like it fit together like okay every one of these things that's happening looks so unstudied 
so immediate, so of the moment. The fluid motion of the longboard creates almost like a dolly effect. It's, it's like he's floating on ball bearings a little bit. And it's obvious that it's a skateboard, but it's also kind of cool that he's he's like gliding on air. He's holding the camera up, doing that little selfie arm. And so there's, there's a strange motion to it, the peripheral motion thing to it. And he does like one swoop into the camera to lip sync Stevie Nicks at that one chorus. And then he takes a pull off the bottle. And it's like, I know people in comedy who try to get these details right. They actually go through the trouble of massaging sketches to try to, you know, imitate this style. This guy just kind of by accident stumbled across a moment that, you know, whether he was rewarded for it or not. I mean, it's exactly the kind of thing I would have liked. But to your point, it would have gone away. We wouldn't be talking about it a month later. It would have been that afternoon, and I would have been on to the next thing that somehow was more real or, or some shit. I know my videos bring smiles and everything, and this one just surpassed, you know, craziness. It's just, it's insane. Like I said, it's, I feel blessed that so many people can get so much joy out of this video that I did, you know what I mean? Has the success of the Cranberry Dreams meme as birthed by Nathan Apodaca uh, 420 dog face. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sucks. That's a terrible name. Yes. Uh, and it's virality and him getting a truck full of ocean spray and a GoFundMe to buy him a house. Are any of these things or the combination of these factors indicative of the end of human civilization? Well, to um, I'm going to run past Nathan Apodaca's success and his, his subtle cleverness in creating this thing as an author and a positive force of just the video itself. I'm going to say, yeah, because it exposes the horrible shame that, that uh, we as Americans have in that country, not my country, but that country. Um, Your country. Well, my country right around. Your country. My country. You're a citizen. You vote. You voted, right? Have you voted yet? I have voted. I have voted. Yes, I've sent okay, it in. Okay, thank yeah. you. So if this is how we address poverty and social immobility, let's also put this in there, the idea of class mobility. If this is if this is how we deal with it in the U.S., then this is the only real plan for dealing with poverty, <laughs> like chronic, generational working poor, the strain that it gives people psychologically and physically, the toll that it takes on the human body, and then what it does to your kids, like his kids, like I'm sure he grew up in the same environment watching his parents do terrible things to have to earn, like the yield was so bad on their effort. And it's like his kids were about six seconds away from seeing. Dad was ground down like a pencil for his entire life. He has nothing to show for it. What do I get? I live in fucking Idaho Falls and I have to do the same thing all over again. I get to repeat history. It's, and it's ugly that we're, we're choosing to do it and this is how it's we shameful it's shameful, shameful. Is what it it's is. absolutely yeah. shameful yeah like we can do we can do better than this but this is you know this is an element of plutocracy of you know yeah they want to keep the the down people down i don't want to read too much into this i think this is i mean come on man wow this went in directions we didn't think it would go yeah. i didn't think it would go at least yeah 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 um look all the things you say i i mostly agree you know this is indicative of that but let's not read too much into nathan apodaca let's not poor spleen to him we don't know his story you know and we barely know america's story and america's truth because we live with a shit ton of privilege my friend absolutely. you know that yeah, absolutely mister i can pack up and move to amsterdam for christ's sake mm -hmm. yeah that sounds like a um, good idea yeah you know it's we don't know we don't know his truth but he's had a good day here yes he's had a little bit of salvation assuming his life is as shitty as you as you assume and you don't know you don't know he might be the happiest motherfucker on earth um, so I don't know. Uh, let's, let's talk about what we're really talking about. Is this not the phenomenon that we ascribe to it? Is this meme a sign of the apocalypse? No, 
This meme is insignificant. But here's the question I have for you. What was the equivalent of this when we were growing up? Oh, man, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, we didn't have a way it, to transmit these things, you know? Right, exactly. So, like, what was the thing that got hugely popular? Every, quote, unquote, everybody's talking about it for a month. There's parody of it in all available media. And then it makes people feel good for five minutes. And then it slips back under the waves, never to be seen again. Well, it sounds to me like you have an idea of what that is. But the only thing I... Could... I, I really don't. I, I have two suggestions, two ideas. Well, the only thing I can think but, of... But it, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't think either of them really get at it. It's something that has to be fairly sizable to begin with to, to have the transmission behind... You know, you already have the gatekeeper effect. So it has to be big enough to clear the gate at, with the gatekeepers. And then it has to be big enough to inspire a parody... So, you know, maybe Madonna inspiring like a virgin or, or like a surgeon, something like that, you know? I don't even think that big. I mean, I, I guess in those days it would be something that they talk about on SNL. I mean, it, we're in such a different world in that whoever can make a TikTok video of it and a thousand people can. Back in those days, who could do a parody of it? You know, every morning DJ can make a silly yeah. song about Johnny it. Johnny Carson's and monologue writers or something. Johnny Carson could talk about it and SNL could talk about it, right? But they're still gatekeepers, so it's an extremely limited number. I thought of two examples, and they were sort of random. One is, where's the beef? Right? That <laughs> yeah. woman, yeah. Clara, right? Clara Peller, Clara yeah, Peller sure. became a huge sensation. She did ads for other people. She got, you know, uh, Wendy's matter because she did an ad for Prego. Uh, I also think of, like, tabloid sensations, mm -hmm. like Mary Kay Letourneau, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, speaking of that, for some reason, I was, oh, I know why. I was telling my nephews about John Wayne Bobbitt last night. Oh, man. And, Jeez. But he didn't, but my nephew Jack didn't get the funniest. Well, he said two funny things. One, he didn't pick up on how funny it is that his name was Bobbitt. I, I don't think he was that familiar with the term Bob. But he said, I'm amazed that hasn't happened more. I said, what do you mean? He said that a woman who's pissed at her husband doesn't chop his dick off. I'm like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess he would think it would happen a few more oh, times. It's, it's, the, it's the naive innocence of a child coming through. Right. Child, the guy's 16. Um, yeah. Anyway, but like stuff like this, like they were not famous, they were not entertainers, they were not powerful, and something happens, and the news picks up on it, and now it's on, you know, every, you're right, Johnny Carson monologue, morning DJs, SNL, whatever passes for parody in those days. I mean, you could say it disappears, but on the other hand, we still know who John Wayne and Lorena Bobbitt are. I still know their names. I still know Clara Peller's names. I think there are so many of these memes now that I don't think we're going to know Nathan Apodaca's name in 30 years. Just seeing all of them, you know, I mean, they gave me the numbers. I can't even remember. They're, oh man, 130-something thousand on TikTok people that actually do it or something like that. And then 500 million people who actually did that did it or something i don't know like i said numbers are crazy all right Noah. finally to wrap this up tell me about jealousy uh is there anything as a component that would inspire jealousy in the uh, horrific story of nathan apodaca why did my little stupid fantasy get seen by zillions but you know and again i consider myself a lip-sync star as a kid and though and you know it didn't get me beyond winning the talent show which i guess was pretty awesome um, so yeah, I'm jealous because he's more famous than me, but I wouldn't want to be at Nathan Apodaca. But again, we're so fucking elitist. We're, we're, we think we know this guy. We don't know him. I think, you know what the real fault would be? We don't know his life. No, we, we don't. don't know his but life. I think that... You know, you know that, sorry, before I get to it, I just, you know one of Katie Vanino's favorite stories? What? About the time that she was hanging out with friends, like there were 10 friends hanging out, and she was sent to go to KFC to get like two giant buckets of chicken. 
And she walks into KFC and there's nobody there. And she walks in alone. There's nobody in the store. And she walks up and she says, I want two, three giant buckets of chicken. And the woman behind the counter says, is this for here or to go? And she says, I'm here alone. What do you think? It's to go. And the woman goes, I don't know your life. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) I I think the real danger would be if we assume too much of Nathan. If if, if this is where you get yes, which we are doing. What? No. If we no, if we assume that he has too much, if we assume a level of affluence, that um, if we assume like a like a New York Times article where it's like, oh, what do you do about your yacht to winterize it? And when do you make you know lobster bisque at your Cape Cod or Nantucket home? You know, as if that's just the standard of living. You look left and you look right. You assume everybody has those things. Absolutely, we have a lot of privilege, especially compared to this dude. But I mean, just based on what I've read, I don't think it's inaccurate to say that, you know, there is a level of working poor that he engages with on a day, on a daily basis that neither of us have to. I don't think we're speaking out of turn and trying to identify it. If anything, it's putting a spotlight on it. I mean, it's like it, it fucking should be talked about, honestly. It's like, what's the harm? Of bringing up how shitty it looks that these guys got a, his car's got to break down every day on the way to work. It's like let's not not talk about that. Let's talk about it. Maybe fucking something will happen someday. Yeah, because we talked about it. Well, I mean, th- this podcast is heard in the in the, the halls of power because we speak truth yes, to exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, you know, I I don't think I could be jealous of anything that this guy has or did or how he earned it. I I honestly and I mean I take my hat if I was wearing a hat and my head's not very suited for one, but if I were wearing a hat. I would take it off and tip it to him because I think just about everything this guy has done has been done the hard way. And I'm not a big fan of the hard way. But I'll again, be you don't know that about him. Um, I don't, you, don't, you don't know about his private life. You don't know about his social life. You don't know how he got the job at the potato plant. I, you think he's somebody's nephew? I mean, I guess he could be. But I think, who knows? It's possible that this guy coasted through life. He never wanted more than he has. Uh, we don't know. Do, do, you, do you believe that? I understand it's a possibility, but do you think that's actually what's happening here? I'm guessing he's already he's always had financial insecurity. Yes. But you don't know. You don't you don't know what his relationship with his kids is like. You don't know what his relationship with whoever the mother of those kids is, or if he has a girlfriend, or if he's gay, or or his relationship with his parents, or you know, or how he really feels about this job. You don't know. As somebody who lived through a shit a shit ton of in, a financial insecurity as as a, as a kid, I I think I okay. I could you I, have that and I don't. I think it's highly highly likely that this guy has had a lot of financial strain in his life, and that he's not happy about it. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want to like, I don't know, we are not experts on economics or social science. So Noah, tell me, uh, our final segment-ish thing is the Felonian Scale. Uh, where does this fall? I mean, it's almost perfect. The Felonian Scale was like built to quantify things like this weird jagged I, I don't thing. know. I mean, it's in the middle. It's like harmless, but maybe it's good because it makes people feel better for some brief fleeting seconds. I just, I can't, I can't do this anymore, Bill. <laughs> I can't. And that applies to everything. It applies to everything. Uh, I don't know. It's like in the middle somewhere. I mean, what's the other shit? I mean, I guess the, tw- no, the twins were better because the twins gave me faith in like young people are, are better. And yeah. I guess you could say this gives you faith in that people are generous or, but no, it's so minor. Yeah. This is, so, this, it's just an impression, like a right? Fucking like, like not even a band aid, like licking your finger and rubbing it mm. on, you know, on, on uterine cancer. It's just, <laughs> there's just nothing. It, it so doesn't apply to anything at all on our, 
in our world. I, I, I kind of got something. I, I thought of the dances that we've talked about and, you know, how the dances were yeah, right. just kind of like, in a way, it was very much like this in that it was like the floss, for instance, was covered by a million people. It was made into uh, various things that you would see, you know, people appropriated it and they re- recreated it. And, um, you know, wherever the fuck it started, I don't care anymore. But, you know, it was such a small thing. It was just a distraction. And somebody came out and was swinging their arms. The backpack kid, you know, was swinging his fucking arms, wherever that kid's now. He's By the way, he's 40 years old and has a gout and a large prostate. We've been doing this show for this long. That guy sucked, by the way. I take Nathan Apodaca over him a thousand times okay. over. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm just saying it's like... It's the shoot. It's the floss. It's it's a momentary thing. You just get an impression. It doesn't exist any more than just a couple of seconds. It's a small burst. Uh, it's not this. This can't. It just can't be as good as fully formed art that we've covered. It can't. I mean, and I'm not trying to denigrate it or this guy. It's just that it's it's kind of beneath mention, but it's also it's more nutritious than the floss at the same time. As much as I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm running it down, but it's like the truth is it does exist in this weird matter. Also, yeah, dreams is a good song. Dreams is yeah, a good song. Was a good- I'm glad it's Dreams and not some piece of shit, you know? All right, everybody. I believe that takes us to the end of another show. Uh, you slogged through us, with us, through it, and we really appreciate that. And, uh, hey, there's one coming next week for you to, to grim, grimly ardor your way through. Yeah, uh, give us more topics. We're tired of having to do the work ourselves. I have any work. I'm ha- I'm ha- edit this shit. Do any of the work ourselves. Uh, so, yeah. if you want to find past episodes, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Got it right this time. SoundCloud. Yeah, all right. Google Play and Stitcher. Tweet to us at No One Bill Show. Write to us. No One Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's how people find podcasts. It gets the word out. I am on Twitter at William Scurry. I am on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar, and I'm releasing new episodes of my video essay series about film topics, American Caesar Salad, beginning this week. One, five episodes, once every two weeks for 10 weeks total uh, content. Juicy, delicious, peachy content. When you bite into it, it's gonna dribble movie facts down your chin like a, like a nice hot summer day, my friends. So my buddy will tell you all about his life right now. Uh, I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com. America, nay, the world's premier provider of corporate and private trivia events, virtually, virtually, virtually. Uh, yeah, busy season for us. We're booking holiday parties now. Make it happen. Um, and then uh, we just booked an in-person event for February. Hopefully, it'll be time for those again before too long. Bigquizthing.com. Thank you. So until next episode, we, we don't, don't get, get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2020.